Welcome back to See and Free Studio. So glad you've joined us today. We have an amazing guest, um, somebody I've found a kindred spirit with, Shelly Paxton. Shelly is visiting us here in LA, but she's actually from Chicago. She's an author, international speaker, and transformational coach known as a liberator of souls. Featured on NBC, CBS, Forbes, Inc., and more, her first book, Soulbatical, A Corporate Rebel's Guide to Finding Your Best Life, was just named number one on the Forbes list of 21 books to read in 21. She spent 26 years as a marketing and advertising executive for Harley-Davidson, Visa, McDonald's, and AOL, and she walked away from it all to become chief soul officer of her life and her own company. She'll tell us all about her very important mission. Please welcome Shelly. Hi, it's Hi. so good to be here with hey. you, Jen. Hey, so good to see you this morning. We're both up early on an uh, LA morning here, and um, you are just visiting with us. But you know, what are you doing here in LA these days, Shelley? And uh, what's what's going on in your world? Well, the short version of the story is I'm escaping the Chicago winters. <laughs> so, so that's one thing that I'm doing, and I'm also testing the waters of living on the west coast maybe being your neighbor jen oh yeah well that's that's our plan so that is my mission <laughs> um, is to get you here and get you living close by um so what's your mission tell people a little bit about sabbatical before we jump right into the usd because i want to hear a little bit more about what you're doing yeah, so I'm on a mission to liberate a billion souls. And yes, that's a huge number. I said that one billion with a capital B, right? And I know I can't do that on my own. So over the past three plus years, I've been on this mission to help more and more of us become chief soul officer of our own lives. And honestly, I kind of stumbled into this myself. I was the CMO of Harley Davidson. I left about four and a half years ago because I was really having this dark night of the soul, this total crisis around how do I get to what is the sexiest job, or at least one of the sexiest jobs in marketing at the you know peak of my 26 year career, and I feel empty inside. And I'm wondering, is this all there is? And I'm feeling really disconnected with my own self, my own soul, my own truth. And so that led me on a journey to realize that the power in creating our lives is in really in rebelling for who we are, that's our authenticity, what we want, which is the courage to create the life we want that's true to us, and for the impact we wanna have in the world, which is tied to our purpose. So in a nutshell, that's what I'm trying to do in inviting more people along with me on the journey so we can make an impact in this world. That's fantastic. And I feel like I'm on that journey with you now that we've met. I met you at a time when I kind of came to that same discovery. And this podcast for me has been my reminder of uh, what I care about in my soul, what's deep down, uh, what I love. And what I love is meeting people like you <laughs> and celebrating you and learning about you and all of the fantastic uh, you know, impact you're trying to make in the world. Um, so I'm oh, really glad you. that you and I met in the last few months while I've been taking some time to reconnect with my ultimate purpose. 
uh, in life. Well, and, and can I just say, Jen, like, I love that you're modeling this yeah. because the more of us who are, I call it being a soul model, like the more of us who are being soul models versus role models, which really means showing that we can thrive, being true to our soul, taking a little bit of time, you know, pivoting our journey to be our truth and our dream and life on our terms. So thank you for modeling that and showing so many of us that it's possible. I thank you. And I'm going to use that, by the way, this soul models concept <laughs> all over this. Um, well, Shelly, you know, tell us you, the, the whole point of kind of for me, my own unique, special and different is to see and free the best in others. And for me, that's what I it's, it's not necessarily unique to me, but it's what what drives me, what fuels me um, is doing that for what is that for you um, as you think about what makes you unique, special and different? Yeah, I mean, I honestly, Jen, as I think about this, I two answers are coming up for me. Like what makes me unique, special and different is for sure my energy. I know that even before I walk in a room, people feel my energy. Over Zoom, people feel my energy. I have come to own that as part of how I'm showing up and the impact I'm having in the world. And with that energy, I'm able to kind of pull people in and really help people go deeper in their own soul, in their own story, so we can help them liberate themselves and live the kind of life we were just talking about. So that's how I would describe my USD, if you will. I, I love it. And so, you know, when did you discover that about yourself, that your energy, you know, that you could bring that energy into a room, that you could bring it into people's lives? Was that something you discovered early on or, or later in life? I would say later in life. I have had so many epiphanies and, and learnings about myself over, I would say, the past five years. So the, to, to just give you a timeline, I left Harley in late 2016. So that was about four and a half years ago. This summer or this fall will be five years ago. And it's been really in that time since I was having this horrible nightmare that was ripping me out of my sleep, that was forcing me to understand that I wasn't living my own truth, that I was living my dad's dream. That's really what's led me to do a lot more inner work and to understand myself and have a relationship with myself and then start to see the power of what I do bring, because I'll be honest, in the corporate world, I didn't really understand what my magic was. I didn't understand what my success was based on. And now I understand that it really wasn't about me being some brilliant marketer. I wouldn't put myself at the top of any marketing list. I now realize the power of myself as a leader and the energy I was showing up with and the humanity I was showing up with. And that's so much of what I've been able to pull into my work now. But these feel like they've only crystallized in the past three or four years for me. And I'm 51. So yeah, second half of life learnings. <laughs> yes, and they're powerful learnings too. And um, you know, for you now that you've you are aware and you've you've made this shift, you know, what's what are your non-negotiables now? The things that you absolutely will not compromise on going forward. 
Well, this is a lot of the work that I've done and that I take my clients through. So my non-negotiables are grounded in my values. 1000%. So my values, this is actually really funny, Jen, I love that you asked me this question because my, I wasn't really even clear on my values. That was sort of another aha that I had in these past several years where I was like, do I really understand like at my core? Cause my values are my non-negotiables. And I sat down kind of did the Brene Brown exercise of looking at the pages of values, hundreds of values and went, what are my top two to three max? And that's a super hard exercise. If you haven't done it, I highly recommend it. And I realized that it, for me, it's freedom, authenticity, and courage. So no surprise that those have become the guiding principles of Soulbatical. I add, you know, fulfillment and purpose to those in the work that I do. But those three things guide my life and I check in with them. Like, is what I'm doing serving those or distracting from those? And if it's distracting from those, I'm not doing it. And I'm getting clearer and clearer on creating the boundaries in my life to ensure that I'm living true to my values. And it's made a huge difference. I mean, let's be honest, how hilarious is it that somebody who has freedom at the top of their values list spent 26 years in corporate America with like the shackles of should you know, <laughs> binding her <laughs> to her career. So that's how I think about non-negotiables. Yes, I, and I call that shooting on yourself. Yeah, totally. <laughs> Same concept. Shooting all over yourself, which is, as you know, it's like the meat of my book. And then I started looking back and I'm like, oh my God, those are the shackles of should. Those are when we imprison ourselves because we're living by the shoulds, not by the wants and the gets to, get tos. Yes, and do you notice that with your clients? I mean, and, and the people that you meet and that read your book and, and, you know, is that one of the biggest hurdles you think they have to get over or is it they, they don't know what their values are? I mean, what are you noticing as you're talking to people about finding their, their soul? <laughs> yeah, honestly, so much of it starts with that, that reconnection to self. So yes, values comes in a little bit later. And most of us can say, oh, these 10 values are meaningful to us, but getting to the top two or three is really difficult. But even before we get to that place, it's 100% like, am I even clear on what I stand for? Like, am I clear? Do I have that connection to my own essence, my own truth, my own knowing? I always ask my clients, what are you pretending not to know? Because our soul is trying to speak to us and send us messages and it whispers and it sh then it shouts and then it whacks us with a two by four, which is what happened to me with this nightmare I was having at Harley. It's like, I am going to rip you out of your sleep and force you to get clear and to listen to you know what your soul is trying to say and help you reconnect with your soul. So I do a lot of that work. It may sound woo woo, but for me, I'm a bridge between like the very practical business world and a little bit of that kind of soul world, whatever you wanna call it. If you don't feel comfortable calling it your soul, I'm okay with that. I believe that that is our truth, our essence, our knowing, and that's where everything starts because 
because true leadership and living an authentic life comes from the inside out. So I have a whole series of questions in the book and that I usually walk through with my clients around that as a starting point. Yeah, yeah. And just the, taking the time to self-reflect. I think sometimes when we're a bit of an automaton in that world, you know, having been there myself, uh, it, you can be quite comfortable. You can be somewhat incognito um, and you can coast, but you're not necessarily really taking stock of your life. You're not really self-reflecting. You're not getting to know yourself. You're just getting by. and. Um, and and so you know, I commend you for one, you know, your own bold move, but that you're you're helping others to make that move too, because at the end of the day, they might still want to go back to that comfort, um, but they've made a choice to do that. They're not hostage. They're not a victim <laughs> in, totally. in those environments. Yeah. Well, and Jen, can I just say, like, we're at the time at which we're having this conversation, you know, we're a year into this pandemic. And the way I'm looking at what's happened to all of us over the past year, particularly those of us who are not frontline workers, this has really been the great pause. It slowed us all down. It's given us more of a chance to reflect and connect with ourselves and understand what matters most to me. You know, what What maybe wasn't so good in the old normal that I don't want to come back into my life? What do I want to create as we start to come out of this, as the vaccines, you know, start to proliferate? And that is exciting to me. Like, I got goosebumps as I was saying that to you because this is the moment for all of us to really say, what do I want to create going forward? And what do I actually want to leave behind? So I'm even more excited about this work for all of us. Yes, yes, agreed. And I think it has been a, a major reset. Um, and it, and if, if all of us don't take it that way, um, it's going to be tough to recover. Um, and so I think you're absolutely on to something. And so as you answer those questions for yourself, what do you want to create going forward? You know, what would you say? Oh, that's a juicy one. So uh, the short answer is a lot of things. <laughs> so um, I want to I want to continue to create my life that's grounded in being able to live and work anywhere I want. Hence being here in L.A. right now, just, you know, up the coast from you and um, probably come back. And, you know, I want to have that life of freedom where I can run my business from anywhere that I want. And I want to stay on this mission and express it in even bigger ways. So I'm in the process of pivoting my business to be less of one-on-one -on -one coaching and more of one-to-many offerings. So more public speaking, corporate speaking. Um, later this year, I'm going to launch my first six-week online course. I have other courses up my sleeve, um, a community. So there's just lots of things. I just feel like my world is getting more and more expansive. And I'm getting really clear that the next step in this sabbatical work is really around rebel leadership. Because in answer to everything we've been through with this pandemic and what matters most and the shifts we've seen in what leadership resonates now and what cultures we need to create going forward, my brand, if you will, of rebel leadership and what that needs to look like, oh my God, I'm fired up. I think it's my TEDx talk, it's my next book. and. 
for anybody, I'll give you guys a link, but for anybody who's interested, I wrote a Rebel Leaders Manifesto that is available for free on my website. I'll give you a link if you want to drop that in, but it'll just give everyone a flavor for where my work is going and I don't see any end to it. That's great. And please send the link because I will include it on the website. And, you know, Shelly, you talked about creating community. I will say in doing this work, you need that. Like, I mean, I highly recommend one people join Shelly's community, but find a partner, somebody that holds you accountable to yourself, like to your own dreams, your own wants, the things that you're doing for yourself. I know I need that. I just met Shelly, but I'm signing up. <laughs> <laughs> so that she can be my accountability partner. Yeah. Um, and, and, you know, I think those are the things that we need to remind ourselves to, because I see a lot of people trying to discover these things for themselves and, and really pursue what they want, but, but not asking for help or not, you know, reaching out to people who care about them and are invested in them. And, um, and so it's just so, so important. So I love that you're creating a community for people and they will have um, some other people to help them find their way. A hundred percent. And if, if one of the biggest lessons from my journey, I just want to like put a finer point on what you said please, please know that asking for help is a sign of strength. It took me way too long to learn that. The need to have a community around you, to share what you're going through, to be accountable, and also to get the support because this isn't an easy journey. And you're gonna have a lot of people looking at you. I mean, people looked at me like I had 10 heads when I left Harley. Like, what on earth are you doing? Who does that? You're nuts. Like, you belong in a padded cell. And yet, it's the best decision I ever made. So you're gonna need to also, you know, as you evolve, shift some of the people who you're surrounding yourself with. And that's one of the things I hope to offer to more of us who are on this journey of authenticity, courage, and purpose. Yes, yes. Let's do it. <laughs> um, Shelly, this is the part of the show where I ask a question and you get to choose a number between one and 25 and I will tell you the question. So what would you like to choose? I'm feeling five. Five, okay. Ooh, <laughs> I haven't gotten this one yet. I'm so excited. What is your ultimate theme song and why? Oh my God, this is so good. Okay, it's a song I was just playing the other day. It is um, This Is Me from the Greatest Showman soundtrack. Do you know that song? I do. I do, I do. That is totally it. It was funny. I was just listening to some of my faves that are on repeat, and I realized I hadn't listened to that. And I was literally dancing around this living room that you see behind me like a wild, crazy person. I'm like, this is me. Like, you know what? That to me says authenticity. That says courage. Like, let's have, let's be brave together. We can't be brave and certain at the same time, which is what Brene Brown reminds us. So let's just be brave together let's be crazy together and let's be ourselves in this world it's going to make this world a more beautiful place so dance around to that yes that's a great it's a great song it's so powerful i love watching that one when they do it live uh just I build know. up it's it's fantastic my son and i my youngest son and i sing that song together uh and oh, the person yay. uh whose uh, place you're staying in probably does lots of dancing around that living room and would completely support that <laughs> We both I know. know her. I, I think you're right. That's so awesome. Yes, she would. 
Um, well, Shelly, you know, I also like it during the show to highlight um, organizations that are, are, you know, also trying to free some souls, trying to help people find their unique, special, and different who want to make people's lives better. Um, and so we always like to highlight a nonprofit that our guests really care about and would like to promote and, and make people aware of. Um, and you've chosen the Life is Priceless Foundation, and I read all about it, and I would love for you to tell everyone what it is and what they're doing. Yeah, so this, um, for anybody who hasn't read my book, I talk about my own mental health journey in the book and, and you know, some, um, you know, near misses. I, I feel very blessed to be alive today and be having this conversation with you, let's put it that way. So um, Life is Priceless is was founded in honor of my dear friend, David Price, who took his own life and um, his brother started Life is Priceless. So what they really support is uh, mental health, research and advocacy, um, suicide prevention. All of these things are really important to me. In fact, 10% of, of my proceeds from the sales of my book also go to the Life is Priceless Foundation. It's just something that's deep, deep, deep in my heart. And we are at a point where a mental health crisis is looming in this country. On the back of the past year that we've had, every professional will tell you that's that mental health, you know, challenges and statistics are off the charts. So I just I feel more passionately about supporting this than ever. Yes. And it's it's something that we don't like to always talk about. And yet it affects so many people. I lost a, a couple of very close people in my life um, early on and due to suicide. And, you know, it's people, the people's pain goes unnoticed a lot of time or they're yeah. just kind of, you know, dealing with um, uh, all of the kind of overwhelming feelings that they don't know how to, to kind of deal with. And so this world becomes too painful for them. And a lot of times people just aren't aware of what those signs are or they're not aware of the opportunities they have to get help. So Shelly, I love that you're supporting um, Life is Priceless. I want all of our viewers to support it. Um, it is, it's a critical, critical, thing for all of us yeah. to support because you just never know when you'll find yourself in these moments of questioning your life, your existence and your purpose. And we all go through it, but some of us go very deeply into it and it becomes in crisis mode and we need help. Yeah, and this is to go back to your point about community, Jen, this is another reason why community is so powerful. And we need those people around us because again, asking for help is a sign of strength and not weakness. And I wish I would have known that back in the day when you know I made some um, terrible decisions because I didn't know I could ask for help. Yes, yes. And we all need to do that. And, um, you know, reach out, please. You'll see at the end of the show, we'll put up again the QR code. You can find it on the website as well. We'll make sure to promote like, the Life is Priceless Foundation and, um, and in memory of your friend, David, um, yeah, thank uh, you. who's probably looking down and uh, very, mm -hmm. very happy that you've given so much to this organization. Um, I Shelley, hope so. 
Yes, yes. You know, you talked about your USD being your energy. I, I've gotten a chance just to know you in a short amount of time, and your your energy is infectious. Um, and I I'm so glad that you're putting it out into the world in such a positive Thank way. You. Um, you know, what are you doing these days to take care of your energy and make sure that you you can you know have that <laughs> resilience we all need you to have. <laughs> Oh man, I'm learning this lesson again and again. It's funny, I was writing my newsletter yesterday and I was like, just, you know, sort of in a self-deprecating way going, oh my God, I have to be reminded again and again to take my own, you know, sulbatical heaping teaspoonful of medicine, right? And so that is, you know, out here, it's one of the reasons why I love being on the West Coast because the, the ocean is my fuel. The ocean is so nurturing. It's creative energy, as is being in mountains and going on hikes and all of that. So I've really, especially because I'm coming off some pretty serious family drama and crises with aging parents, and I've spent a lot of time in Florida caregiving, and I realized I wasn't taking care of myself. So I am really giving myself the space and the grace to do my beach walks, to take some beautiful hikes here in the greater LA area, to sleep, to hydrate, to minimize my drinking, you know, as an example. So yeah, I'm, I'm practicing what I now call radical self-commitment, which is bigger than self-care. It has to do with your boundaries and your values and your well-being. I just dropped a, a solo episode on uh, Rebel Souls, which is my podcast on Monday. Um, so it's out there for anybody who needs to remind it, be reminded of how important radical self-commitment is. I honestly did it selfishly because I need a reminder every day. <laughs> yes. <laughs> well, please check it out. Check out Rebel Souls. I have been listening to it, Shelly. And um, it's great because you have fantastic guests come on your show and share Thank their you. stories much like yours. And, and now we can all make uh, that, that radical self-commitment <laughs> that you're promoting. Yes. Let's yes. hold each other accountable to that. Like, that's what I want. And I want people like, you know, I need a good slap upside the head from good friends every now and again, too. It's like, wait a second. Are you really practicing what you preach? So my friends in my community keep me honest as well. Yes, and we, we need friends like that. And I'm glad to add you to my friend circle. I've got to get you moved out here to LA. I'll take you to this totally. cute little community called Idlewild. It's great for hiking. There's a dog for a mayor. <laughs> it's one of my oh new my favorite God. places. Yes. Yes, 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 yes. <laughs> Good. <laughs> well, in the spirit of freedom, I will uh, I will join you on a trek um, through, through the mountains and uh, getting some okay. fresh air and taking care of ourselves. I want to thank you so, so much for taking time early in the morning uh, before you head back to Chicago to hang out with me. Um, and we are just so grateful that you came on the show today. Oh my God, Jen, my honor. And I am so honored to call you a friend and a soul sister. And this is only the beginning. So thank you. You are welcome. And that's going to be the end of a yet another wonderful show here at Sea and Free Studio. Please, please come back and visit us. We want you to subscribe. You can subscribe on the website, YouTube, Spotify, Apple Podcasts. I think you can find us just about anywhere. Please come back and see us. That's a wrap.